0: we're back um have i posted an episode recently no uh (laughs) is it because my life is not going well some may say um well it's fine uh because i think things are turning around uh something exciting happened tonight and we're gonna talk about it and uh i have a guest tonight i haven't had a guest in a while so this is pretty exciting uh and I was on her podcast before. Comics Book Club. So uh let's give it up for uh you can talk.
1: Did you forget my name? Rebecca Rush. <laughs> no, I was gonna say We do not always have a no, guest. Cause,
0: no, I I do well no, sometimes it's a diary podcast nice. where I just talk about my life. Okay. And then other times I have guests.
1: Oh, that's fun.
0: Yeah. But I was gonna have a guest last week, but he got mad at me and <laughs> It was a male comic, obviously.
1: Yeah, they're touchy.
0: Yeah. And you know when when male comics think they're more important than they actually are? Yes. Okay. So I was going to a place I've never been before. And oh. I was late.
1: Okay. Okay. That's very easy in LA. <laughs> I was
0: 15 minutes late. Okay. Not 50. Okay. 1-5. Uh-huh. And I get to the uh, location and I call him on the phone and he picks up and he's like well where are you and i'm like well I just got here and he's like well you're being really fucking casual about this and he said i was abusing his time oh that's aggressive Ab- he said abusing
1: yeah that's pretty aggressive abusing
0: his time keep in mind this is not someone famous it never okay. is. <laughs> no th- It never is like people who are barely doing well, (laughs) they'll be like, don't you know who I am? So anyway, he goes, um, he goes, you know, I have to be somewhere by six o'clock and it's probably like 10 till five, Uh you know? And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then he's like, you know, I don't have to do this. I don't need to do this at all. And then he goes, you know what? Heather, Good luck, and I'll see you around. And then he just wow. like hung up on me, and he yelled at me. And then after that, I was like, now I can see why this guy's career is in the toilet.
1: <laughs> you yeah, know? that's a real thing. Like people's careers could be like, he a lot actually, better if they were. Well, no, he months. was.
0: He was. He did well in like the nineties. I'll tell you who it is after, but um, now not so much. Wow, that's a long time ago. It it is. A long time ago.
1: He did well in the nineties. I
0: was a child in the nineties. Yeah,
1: I was a child too. Yeah.
0: And he I was watching was, Disney movies. He was a pro stand up comic in the nineties. Well. Now he does open mics with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. An open there's nothing wrong with an open mic.
1: Yeah, no, I've seen some pretty big comics at open mics sometimes, like you gotta work out new shit. You don't always want to do it in a bar show. Yeah. No, I. Sometimes you want to do it in a bar show and you want to do it at a mic, you know? Right. I
0: I just, you know, the fact that a a male comic Mm -hmm. who is obviously not doing well in life Mm -hmm. yelled at me, like, that kind of says it all. Like, that's why his life isn't going well because he has. Yeah, I feel like. A mental problem of some sort.
1: If somebody pisses me off in comedy, I just leave it because I know that if I respond, if I like say anything to them, the story, their story is going to become about whatever I said. Right. No, you know? that's true. And that's the story that that's the narrative they're going to take. So if I make any misstep, then like I'm always responsible for my side of the street. So if they say something that makes me really mad, I'll just write cool or I'll leave the show. And that's that. And I'm like, oh, there's a person I don't fuck with. Yeah, and they don't need to know that i don't fuck with them right and if they ask me to do their show or whatever i might still do it but i'm never going to ask them for anything yeah like I that's don't kind really, of the boundaries I, that i set on people you know like i'm that.
0: not i'm not like a conflict avoidant person but i i think like so many comedians are so fucking sick but like <laughs> i wouldn't want to get into conflict with them did i ever tell you about the girl who like attacked me on at an open mic Physically? Oh, she tried, but like there was like verbal was stuff. Was it at the
1: Sycamore? I feel like that's a place where shit like that goes down. Oh,
0: she used to go there a lot, but this was at uh, the Hollywood Hotel. Does
1: her name rhyme with Bina Mabori? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good guess. Isn't it, though? I've never met that person, but I yeah, like, their reputation precedes well, them. Well, it's funny. Bina. So
0: basically the thing she attacked me for, and we can talk about this on the pod, so... Um, I, I had done a show at
1: Sycamore Tavern. Like, does her name rhyme with Benifer Mabel? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I <laughs> no. I've no, never no. met that person either. You haven't? No. Oh
0: well. Uh, long story short, I um I had actually gone on a date with a bartender from Sycamore Tavern. This is how this this whole thing with how do you, the older guy that's all like smooth little, and shit. <laughs> No, this like blonde guy who everyone thinks is hot. Okay. Okay. And I thought he was normal until okay. the date and the date was so bad. Oh. Okay. He was late, but not by one five minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 more like five, oh minutes. <laughs> okay. And, um, he shows up wearing a newsboy cap.
1: Ew. Have you ever heard, had that happen to you? No, but I've never dated in L.A. Oh, but anywhere. Like, they're they're bad anywhere. <laughs> yeah, totally, but I feel like people here are trying so hard to stand out. Oh, was with a cool hat? Yeah. Do you have any hats? I have a sun hat that I bought for Costa Rica that's embarrassing, but... Like, Do
0: you wear it in L.A.? No, I never <laughs> wear it. I
1: only wear it because I'm trying to protect... My facial skin. Oh, well, that's important.
0: You know, mm-hmm. I was in Palm Springs last week. I'm not bragging. And um, have you
1: been there? No. Oh, wow. You need to go to Palm Springs. I always mean to, like when I'm driving back from Arizona or Vegas. And then I'm just like, I just want to go home. I'm like, well, the desert is exhausting <laughs> i just want to go home it's like tomorrow, exhausting i'm always like i've been on the road for a week or five days and i'm like oh maybe i'll stay in Palm springs on the way home yeah. and then i'm well, like and also, there's not
0: a lot to do out there it's there's like a lot of old people mm-hmm. you know um at the resorts and then there's um like kind of like you know the types of people who live in you know those towns mm-hmm
1: I feel like, kind I mean, it's a, good, messy. Place. <laughs> It'd be like a good place to recover from a cosmetic procedure. I think that's why it was invented. <laughs> is
0: that what like famous people do? They go they recover.
1: They used to, yeah. There? That's like why it was oh. colonized or whatever. And, but I, my cosmetic lady, my main one is a friend I've known since I'm little. And if I go get like microneedling or like my lips done and I look crazy, I'll just drive up to Sedona. And chill there, which is what I did when I got my lips done. My lips were until so big. It, I got so much free food. It goes down. Mm-hmm. Oh. What did you have done? I just got some filler in my lips and some micro needling. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, you need that? I don't think so. No? It's not about needing it. It's about wanting it <laughs> and being able to have it. it? Okay. Because I don't know what... Mm-hmm. Like, it's got, like, a... A small amount okay but she does it so cheap and i love her and i like to see her anyway mm. and get some bow while i'm there mm.
0: yeah you know i i don't know what i'm gonna be doing uh later on to buy- well i kind of want to like preserve myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: so should i be doing something i don't know
1: i don't know my f- lilash lady gets botox and she's like only 28 they're all, like it's never too early to start, but like then you're like locked young. in. It, but it like prevents wrinkles from forming. Oh, but then you're like kind of locked into getting it like every six to nine months forever. <laughs>
0: so it's like a racket. Like like they get you financially.
1: Yeah, my friend does it really cheap for me though. She does it like at her cost.
0: Oh, well, but i might cool, consider it. like cool, but it's expensive uh, <laughs> here. Um,
1: yeah. I just got clear and brilliant last week which is like a baby fraxel laser i'm gonna get three treatments it was supposed to be what like does that do it's like good for sun damage because oh, in my 20s damage. i lived in south beach and i used to go tanning a lot mm-hmm. so i had like a little sun, like it's not dark or anything sure. but you can't see it with makeup but like i yeah i just wanted to and but at first it makes a million brown dots on your skin so like for the first couple of days i just looked like i had more sun damage oh and, then and it singed my eyelashes. Oh no, your skin pe- peels off. Oh, like all the little brown it's, dots. So it's like peel all, off. the whole laser thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but they didn't give me nitrous, which I was like bitterly disappointed about. Do they
0: give nitrous to people? They gave they it for like you? a
1: different laser that I got on my neck, and it was great. And <laughs> I got to get high like without getting in trouble. Yeah. And I felt so good even though I was like in pain but I don't think I've I didn't care nitrous. last time I drank I did nitrous for four days straight I was what? Like, what? like
0: where do you like like you I just, just kept buying, buying it like where do you buy I got, it from like at
1: a bodega like <laughs> I lived in the in the west village <laughs> the so I just walk it was like I could buy nitrous 24 7 and then I, my friend was turning 40 she's a porn star and we like did it at her house for like a day we were wearing exercise gloves we both got like those big whipped cream canister things like oh like whippet it cans but like or- like the cream chargers they're called okay. you like, can buy them at like a head shop yeah and we watched like cool world and we drank and we just Wait, kept cool doing world? nitrous the movie with brad pitt yeah it's a really good nitrous nitrous is a disassociative anesthetic man
0: <laughs> okay
1: I really enjoyed that wait, shit. Wait,
0: but a disassociative anesthetic. Yeah, it's like
1: perfect for Cool World.
0: But I, you know what? I kind of like the feeling of like... It's like
1: hippie crack.
0: okay. So, you know, like when you go to the dentist and they give you like... Nitrous? No, like a shot of like any of the canes, you know, like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> they give you nitrous at the dentist the too. The no- Novocaine, like what? lighter cane.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, there's You like abundance. that? I kind of like the numbing feeling.
1: You don't feel like afterwards, that, like you're just like drooling on yourself?
0: Um, no, I do remember when I got my, uh, my wisdom teeth out. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. They had, they gave me some type of shot, but then they also put me under. Yeah. With something. I must it had to be nitrous. No,
1: no, they give you something like stronger. They give you anesthesia for oh. that. I woke up in the middle because they didn't give me enough because I was doing like a lot of drugs at the time. And oh my God. My tolerance was higher.
0: And did you like scare the shit out of them?
1: I woke up like screaming in the middle. I was scared. I was like, give me more drugs, motherfuckers. Does that happen? It happened. I believe you. I'm just <laughs> I'm just like wondering. Yeah, if you like are doing a lot of drugs and they think this is the right amount of anesthesia because they don't want to give you too much, oh, but they don't know that your tolerance is up. So, if you do tolerance drugs of what drugs like drugs in general, like if you're doing drugs, like your tolerance to all drugs is kind of lower oh, kind no of higher, really. you know yeah, Fuck. okay why do you have dental surgery upcoming?
0: No, no, nothing's wrong with my teeth. I haven't had a cavity since um two thousand twelve well, that's something to be proud of, yeah, um, yeah, but disassociative anesthetic i I don't know what I think about that. I don't don't think I like disassociating (laughs) like I don't know what that would be like
1: it's like when you're like
0: I did shrooms recently how is that I liked it
1: was that the first time yeah oh shit so I wasn't
0: sure because I've never really done hallucinogens Mm -hmm. like I've always um
1: I'm more like a control person so I like Mm -hmm. you know plus they take so long to wear off Shrooms are yeah, quite, well calmer, I I so but we, like acid. Ugh, you're just yeah. In it. We
0: made a tea of it, so we boiled.
1: Oh, the that germs. wears off pretty quickly. And but, it hits you but pretty s- fast.
0: Well, my friends each drank like two cups, and so mm-hmm. I only had like a cup and a half or a little less. And mine wore wore off like way before them. But I like I was taking precaution because I wasn't sure what it was gonna feel like. Mm-hmm.
1: But I liked it. I get it now. I learned a lot from hallucinogens but i feel like i learned everything i could from those things i'm still probably going to do a soul retrieval in peru a soul retrieval okay like an ayahuasca ceremony but oh an ayahuasca ceremony yeah but they call it a soul retrieval and then it's okay with aa oh doing that mm-hmm. is that's approved by it's, AA. A, it's approved by laaa oh i don't know if it would yeah be well i mean
0: because there are like people say like california sober you know
1: you hear that well that's like when you still smoke weed i think right but a lot of people that are sober like still take mushrooms but they're not i mean i don't really think that's sober but i also did so much mushrooms that i'm like whatever it's like i'm good i don't need i can't imagine doing mushrooms without smoking weed and then drinking to come down either yeah and that's definitely not approved
0: maybe i'm not as adventurous as i think but (laughs) who knows oh i didn't finish uh talking about the uh the bad date yeah and the attack yeah because i want to explain why she attacked me yeah and you're gonna love this okay so (laughs) so newsboy cap blah blah he's late um then you know we're you know we're having a drink and he's just like talking about himself the whole time have you ever like yeah had one of i've those? been that person
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> when you were disassociating or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah or like just younger or like i've had that i've been on both ends of that right yeah no
0: i i can't i can't handle it um it was too much you know he was just talking about all kinds of stuff like did he ask you any questions No, no. And then the funniest part of it was that, you know, he just kept talking about himself and, you know, he was telling me all this stuff about like, oh, he was a contractor in Iraq and, you know, like, there, he told me this about his, his girlfriend that he had that he was like, uh, she, she forced me to fall in love with her. I was like, what does that, what does that mean? Like, that was like so, such a weird comment. Um, but he didn't ask me anything. And then he kept saying over and over, we have great chemistry. And I was just like, you and him. Yeah. He said that he's like, we have great chemistry. And I was like, we don't (laughs) like, I don't like you at all. Like, I don't think he understood how much I disliked him. And then the kicker of the date was that he, uh, he asks me to drive him home and I have to, he lives in Hollywood and I I live. You're, the look on your face is
1: Where did you meet <laughs> is him? Accurate.
0: He works at Sycamore Tavern.
1: He asked you to drive him home from Sycamore? No. See, the date we had was in Santa
0: Monica. So I had to drive... Where do from- you live? Near USC. That's
1: on the west side. The east side. So you had to drive from... USC is like south of downtown. So you had to drive to Hollywood and then downtown? Yeah. How did he get to Santa Monica?
0: I Oh, he took a took an Uber.
1: From Sycamore?
0: An Uber... Uh, what's the one with multiple... There's multiple people in it.
1: <laughs> a Uber pool?
0: Yeah, he took an Uber pool. He's, that's why he was late, he said. Because he took an Uber pool.
1: <laughs> oh, because he couldn't afford like 20 extra bucks? Yeah. Well, nobody tips, I guess, at Sycamore. Mm, well... Okay, so wait. Why didn't you walk out on the date and leave him high and dry in Santa Monica? I've never walked out of a date. You haven't? No. Am I missing out on that? Did you, didn't you learn that from Sex in the City? You have somebody call you and say something bad happened. And then oh, like, I mean something they, bad. In happened? Every
0: movie where I've, people are like I have to go. Like it's like in a sitcom always. You know. I've done that. I have. Like I was never not, the wiser. I, <laughs>
1: No, I was like, oh, my God, something date. bad happened. I have to go. And I was like, you'll take care of the No, bill, there's right?
0: something in me where no matter how bad a date is, I will stick it through to the end.
1: Because I just want to see how bad it can get. Is oh, that my sick? God. Am I masochistic? I mean... I can't extrapolate from that. You could like have been raised a certain way to feel like women need to be nice or whatever. Could, oh,
0: well, I think that's part of it. Yeah,
1: you know, you could just be like uncomfortable with being the asshole. Yeah, because you like want if you think they're an asshole in the situation, you want them to stay right. the asshole. And if you do an asshole thing, that's like what I was talking about before the podcast. I'm like, if somebody's cunty to me in comedy at this point in my evolution, I will just be like, okay, cool, dude. Or I'll leave because then they stay the asshole. Yeah. If you react, then you are also an asshole. And now you're both assholes and you don't get to feel better than them.
0: Yeah. No, (laughs) I I have to admit I do still feel some discomfort when I, you know, have to do some sort of like sticking up for myself Mm. in a way. Like I've gotten a lot better about it. But, you know, I remember just like as a kid like always being like, sorry, you know, like how girls are taught to say sorry. All yeah, the time. Man. But my dad, at some point, he was like, he's like, you say sorry too much. Stop doing that. Stop saying you're sorry, which I think that's a good thing. He said that, you know, and I remember that. Um, but like girls really are conditioned to be like polite and nice. And, you know, that's why all these bad things happen. <laughs>
1: yeah have you ever been like a a bathroom crowded with white women it's just like sorry sorry no i'm sorry my mother taught me to be sorry
0: right yeah no even like just in my day-to-day like if i'm like in someone's way i'm like sorry you know like i'm always doing that i think a little but most a lot of people think i'm a bitch so that's what's important (laughs) you know that's important hi <laughs> oh yeah so at the end the very end of the date mm-hmm. i'm dropping him off in his building this is this is the best part and this is why i'm glad i stuck it out till the end is he um he's sitting there and he goes do you have a bottled water
1: and i'm like what do you think you're his uber driver now? yeah I
0: know. Yeah, exactly. He Well, I mean, he was treating me like an Uber driver, having me drive him back to his place. I don't know if he, that was his way of trying to, like, fuck me or something. It did not work because um, he was like, do you have a bottle of water? I was like, um, no, not.
1: Isn't at, he at home at his house now? can no, he get some we were water? Sitting,
0: we were sitting outside uh, on the street and I wanted to go the fuck home because I had to be up early to do something. Some uh-huh. comedy shit. And uh, it was like 2.30 at this point, like 2.30 a.m. I'm wanting to be in bed, you know, and he's just like, no, let's talk until three. And I'm like, oh, my God. You mean you you're going to talk.
1: I can't believe you're still there.
0: Well, he's in my car. OK, so and then he asked for the bottle of so like, and I'm Oh, going, bye. I say, no, sorry, I don't I don't have one. And he goes, um, oh, I, um, you know, I've. My mouth is really dry right now and I wanna be able to kiss you. Oh. Isn't that insane? I couldn't handle that. To me that's the worst part. He what?
1: thought he was like on a good date. He didn't know. It was horrible. But were you like smiling, laughing the whole time? And staying till two thirty? <sighs> Rebecca. You know, like maybe he is thought... Is my fault? <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's your fault, but like, you know, maybe he just is not that self-aware and he thought no, he was he had, on a good date. he
0: has no self-awareness.
1: Yeah. So he thought he was on a good date. Yeah. And you were like quietly horrified.
0: Oh, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. And I thought after that that I had totally shaken... This connects back to... What'd you say her name rhymes with again?
1: The girl that attacked you. You know yeah (laughs) so anyway uh oh was that person well no it connects back to her okay i've never even met them nico i just took you 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 out like an hour ago you need to stop with your old man shit there's a dog freaking
0: out because he he wants attention so (laughs) how old is he
1: he's gonna be 12 in a few months oh is he 12 he's a dachshund yorkie
0: oh a dachshund yorkie
1: he's a dorky i just took you out right before this i can never reason with him
0: oh he's very he's a lot of personality um <laughs> he, he wants what he wants when he wants it yeah so i thought i totally like shook this guy like i didn't you know contact him or anything he uh then like maybe like a couple weeks later he sent me like obviously a drunk dm on instagram where he's like how have you been blah, blah blah and i didn't even respond to that was it like
1: misspelled or was it just late at night
0: well, it was, it was late. It was really late. Like 3.30 a.m. Oh,
1: that's the <laughs> time he wished he was kissing you.
0: Oh. <laughs> so gross. It. So gross. And, um, so then I thought like this whole ordeal was over. And then maybe five months after the date, he adds me as a friend on
1: Facebook. This is after zero wow. talking. Have you even been by the sycamore and. Nope. Just totally avoid it. Nope. I, I have not. I've only
0: been to the Sycamore Tavern one more time ever since. And that was just like a month ago. But anyway, so he adds me as a friend on Facebook. And then maybe like a couple weeks later, I post this joke on Facebook. And it has like a 100 likes or something. And then he gets on there and makes a comment. And he goes, this is a terrible post. I wish you were getting backlash for this stupid post! Four exclamation points. Wow! And then he unfriends me. And I'm like, Whoa. and I'm like, what a psycho! And I'm thinking, like, wow, this guy's fucking obsessed. Because, like, think about it, adds me as a friend five months later, uh-huh. and makes a crazy
1: comment like that. He, that sounds like an obsession. Am I wrong? I don't know. Maybe he just like, maybe you popped up in his people. But how? How many mutuals did you have? <laughs> you don't want to hear this. How many mutuals? It's so important to my assessment. Yeah. Then he's crazy. (laughs) One mutual. Did he, but did he have a really small friend count? Um, it wasn't like tiny. We have such like a distort. I feel like we have such a distorted view of Facebook. Yeah.
0: Like thousands of friends on it. No, I mean, it probably was normal. Probably around like six or 700, you know, (laughs) like a normal person. Is that's like a normal. should have. But we had one mutual. Who was that? It rhymes with... Being a (laughs) (laughs) little No, it rhymes with Schmall
1: Damani. Oh, I don't know who that is. (laughs) If you'll excuse me, I'm sorry. I have to pee again. Oh, that's okay. You gotta stop. All right. Yeah. So. um And then how did you get beat up from this or attacked? Or oh, whatever?
0: yeah. So fast forward to an open mic, at, uh, ye old Hollywood hotel. I don't know how many months later this is. Maybe like three or
1: four months uh-huh. after the Facebook unfriending stupid
0: post. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so
1: this is like eight, nine months from the date. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. This is a long game.
0: Yeah. And I yeah, I believe this happened in like, yeah, like January or February. And the date was originally in June. Okay. So, yeah, that's right. About eight or nine months. So <laughs> I'm at the mic and this chick, you know, rhymes with. Yeah, I was right. The Ring first Apple time. And, ah! <laughs> She's. She's, like, first of all, she's making a scene and, like, you know, trying to, like, she was, like, hitting the hosts and shit and just, like, going wild, okay? And she wasn't like this, like, during the mic. This was more after. And it was after I got there that she started acting all wild. But um I was, like, sitting at the bar just having a glass of wine. And she's, like, yelling at me. And she goes, Heather, you know what? You're not the only fat bitch in town. i was just like what (laughs) i was so fucking offended she goes yeah you're not the only fat white bitch in town i'm here now too and then and then she goes you're a fucking bitch and i'm like excuse you and she's like she's like you're a rude stuck up bitch and i was just like all right and like because honestly and what of it and (laughs) and then she's like trying to like get in my face and being all like crazy but like the male one of the male hosts has to like restrain her basically and she ended up like kicking him in the balls and (laughs) and then she says by the way I know that you went on a date with I'll leave out the name (laughs) and you know you thought you were too good to have sex with him and I was like what and she goes and, and she's like well i've had sex with him a lot and he has a big dick
1: <laughs> oh wow and I was just like, what? that's like third-party sexual harassment doesn't
0: that sound insane
1: yeah she's not was she drunk i mean i, I would just assume that people's insane behavior like i've heard I, that she well she was i drinking. hope it's i hope it's drinking, related to drugs and heard alcohol that she's a cokehead. oh and she was also off her, you know, medication.
0: Wow. Well, yeah, so comedy is
1: not a hotbed of mental health. <laughs> it's not. People that are doing well, I feel like sometimes like rein it in because like they're getting things and they have like more of a vested interest in like holding it together at least outwardly. Sure. But like if shit's not going well, it, people are just like that are crazy or just like balls to the wall crazy because they have nothing to lose. <laughs>
0: I guess so. you don't I yeah, that's true. I feel I hold it together though pretty well.
1: Well, I mean self-awareness is everything.
0: Oh, yeah, no, but like you know, I feel like mental illness because do you go to therapy? Uh-huh. yeah, so I've been in therapy on and off for nineteen years, mm-hmm. and I think I feel like one of the most sane, crazy people. If yeah, I get sense. that. I
1: feel like I'm like the most stable, crazy man. I'm not, I'm not even crazy anymore. I have a therapist, a sponsor, a psychic that I see regularly, and I just started past life regression therapy, slash hypnosis, slash like what narrative is, therapy. You just
0: started that? What, so, what is that like? It's like
1: reprogramming your brain. This lady's really cool. I had her on is my podcast like last spring. CBT? Yeah, actually, a little bit. Really? It's like reprogramming and I have like to listen how to this MP think about certain things. Yeah, it's things. like redoing your neural pathways and I had to like sign a thing that I will only eat while I'm eating. Like I can't do anything else. So like for awareness, Wait, what does to, that mean? I have to I can't like eat and watch T V anymore.
0: Oh, I see. I so to you only eat so while if I'm you eating. Eat, like you have to like sit down
1: at and a table not, and eat. Do no, I mean And not, that's it. Not do anything else. Okay. Just eat. And I have, like, an mp3 I have to listen to, like, at night, where, and I have to, like, count. Like a,
0: me- like a repetitive meditation or something?
1: Yeah. She said, I, I, like, don't have to meditate anymore. I'm like, bitch, I'm still going to meditate and stare at a candle. What type of meditation do you do? I know you're a transcendental person. <laughs> I am. I just, I'm a TM head. I stare at a candle. I also like Tara Brock. Who's that? She's this serene bitch that Eddie introduced me to. She has a podcast. town yeah oh but i have to look
0: her up (laughs) she's so great
1: she wrote a book called uh like radical acceptance embracing your life with the heart of a buddha okay so good Mm. she's just really cool you said tara brock Mm -hmm. b-r-a-c-h okay And she has all these talks and she, like, loves to tell jokes and she'll tell these, like, corny jokes and she'll reuse them in her talks. Yeah. And she gets, like, so happy when she gets a laugh. It's so cute. Mm. And her voice is, like, so soothing. So So she does a lot of, like, Buddhism and, like, meta meditations, which is, like, where you, like, imagine yourself and you, like, are, like, may you be well, may you be free, may you be happy. And then you imagine, like, somebody you love and then you imagine somebody you love less and then you imagine somebody you love even less and then. You don't have to hug everyone. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's kind of like a like giving type loving. It's like a loving thing. kindness meditation. Hmm. Yeah. Stop.
0: Um, I had past life reading once, and mm-hmm. I thought it
1: was just a little too convenient. I, like, already have past life memories, and I was born with past life memories, and, like... You do? Yeah. Sometimes when I meet people, I'll, like, remember shit, and sometimes, like... So I already have, like, a... Pretty fair access to it, so I'm interested to see what, and like she says like you know, like it it's about like kind of like the past life thing is like the third session and they're two hour sessions, but like you're kind of like seeing where you were in the past, but like the whole point of the therapy with her is to like you're making this commitment that this life is the one you're gonna fight for right to like She's like, what's she called? Like, warrior goddess training or some well, shit?
0: Yeah, because I guess, um, I mean, I haven't read much about it, but I, my mom was always talking about past life stuff because she said that when she was a child she had like past life visions Mm -hmm. and i totally believe her my mom um she's told me that she's had you know premonitions and dreams Mm -hmm. yeah that's where it starts yeah dead people talk to her in her dreams like people she's known who have passed away yeah because
1: like in the other realms like in dolores cannes reading i learned this it made so much sense like time goes so much faster up there mm-hmm. so like people like what it's it seems like not that long that they're in the in-between to them but like a hundred years will go by here so like ah uh, when i was like wait i used to think that people got reincarnated more quickly and then i'm like how am i still talking to wait like, how's my grandmother okay. still coming through but like time goes way faster so
0: time is in like, in between okay so time is faster in like where souls go mm-hmm.
1: after death. in between lives okay i'm trying to comprehend that <laughs> so like but then there's this lady had something called a bleed through life which i have so much in common with this lady and i read her book and i had it on my podcast so i'm like like she had a mother that hated her and like she had a lot of similarities um to the point where i'm like this lady can help me she's yeah. like wicked cool and uh she said she had something called a bleed through life where she was like brought back right away and like that fucks you up Like, when you don't get enough, you You need like to. So, right after you
0: die, you instantly come back.
1: Not immediately, but like too quickly, like for your soul. And there's also like lives that are like resting lives. Like, you ever looked at somebody and be like, they're not doing shit. Their life is like so simple. Like, I'm out here like trying to be something and you kind of like judge them a little. But they could be like having a resting or like, oh, nothing bad's ever happened to that person. They don't even know what suffering is. Like, Uh. how lame. I've thought like yeah. that but like they could just be having a resting life. Yeah. That's so like in between two like re- maybe like had a really complicated yeah. trauma filled life and it's almost like the same as like there's a resting Place yeah in the in between where people like go if they super need to chill like yeah. Hitler is supposedly in there
0: well because I've also- they
1: say that like Hitler's dad was actually more responsible for the Holocaust than Hitler like the people that she hypnotized to go to the in between because his dad would never let him be an artist and he wanted to be an artist so bad and like so his was, like, thwarted creativity was like what led to all the shit like think of what a good comic he could have been like. <laughs> he didn't I hate know, the jews yeah, so much i mean you're gonna really organize the set
0: honestly he could have channeled a lot of that energy into something more positive <laughs> just like i mean yeah literally anything yeah. but i
1: thought it was really interesting that they like in the according to dolores canon they blame yeah. Well, they say I, it was like I've more on his some, dad than him even.
0: Yeah. Because I, you know, I'm not trying to sound like totally like wild, but I really feel like I, I've, it, that I am definitely an older soul and I feel like on earth right now, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's so many people who I've met, who I feel like I've known before. Yeah, totally. But I can't really put my thumb on that. There's, there's one person in particular who I've dated this person and I feel as
1: though I've known him for lifetimes. And you probably have. It, like we reincarnate with like the same soul, like we have a soul group, right? So we reincarnate with like the same 200 people. 200. Gen- something like that. That sounds low or too high. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not gonna like. There's still way more people that you've come in contact with more than once. Right. But these but are I people that you're we consistently do, like, reincarnating uh, consistently with.
0: Consistently, we come into contact with like a limited number of people, probably mm-hmm. right? Because like even in like I think about this a lot too, because you know LA is like so big. There's like millions of people living here, yeah. but we see the same people over and over again because we're in this very specific
1: like. Yeah, I feel like I see the same people all the time, even in comedy, and I go to different places, and yet like I see flyers where I'm like I no clue who these people are i see people post in like the groups and i have no yeah. clue i've never run into them
0: yeah or like even when i'm just like just out and about in la like tonight i ran into someone i know just on the sidewalk You know, yeah i run
1: into like the same five neighbors all the time and then i realize there's like 30 apartments or something in here mm-hmm. there's like way more there's people that live here i've never seen them and yet i see the same I see the people with yeah, the baby and i, guess, like, and I see that guy sort of,
0: like time and routine like people having like yeah, routines fair. So. and like going out at the same
1: time. Or people that like work or, from home.
0: Yeah, I could never do that. I would just lay down in bed. If I see a bed, I want to lay down. <laughs> I want to be like, <laughs> that's it. Like, I because I live in a. I have a studio. And, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll go home and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some work done. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. And then I'll like be sitting at my desk, you know, typing and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I'll like, I'll like look over. and I'm like, oh, I should, it'd be comfortable if I was typing in bed. and then- it's hard that. i used to add a just, studio like, pass out with my laptop on top of me
1: in manhattan and i was like well the bed is just like the most comfortable place so i would always just end up back in there
0: yeah yeah i know i need to uh i need to shape up on that oh um wait what do you think about twin flames i just want to get your opinion on that what do you think have you read about that at all
1: yeah it seems like kind of bullshitty i think that I we have a too. lot yeah. of like people that i think we have like contracts with different souls and stuff and like that we have like karma to work out with people but i think we've had like many loves throughout our many lives and like i don't think there's just one
0: well there's maybe like one that you would want to be with in this life well
1: because but we've definitely like we're not meeting up with the same person in every life like it's just not possible
0: right yeah i know um, like, I think a lot of it is like crazy people who don't understand that someone just doesn't want them. At yes. All. Well, that's <laughs> a lot of the,
1: the ads and stuff that pop up on the internet. It's like, yeah, it's like giving these crazy women an excuse to like yeah. hang on to somebody that doesn't want them. And then they're trying to sell you their, like their, you know, ebook to no, get I, the man who doesn't want you to want no, exactly. you. Exactly.
0: I totally agree. So but, it's been corrupted. I have to say this. Yeah. I have a twin flame. I know that sounds so crazy. Do you think you're going to end up with them? I think it's possible, but I also think it's possible that it won't happen. Like I think either possibility. Do you think
1: it's like? Do you think you should read an ebook? I may have read one
0: before. Stop. <laughs> I may have gone on Reddit Twin Flames. I'm on r Twin Flames. It's so bad. So is it just like I a case of unrequited love? No, I've I've dated
1: this person um do you want to look up your connections in the love cards well we'll have i guess we'll have to do it yeah do it after we'll do it yeah because it'll be like if you have like soul connections and (laughs) lifetime connections like it'll show that yeah they'll be like oh you're like each other's cosmic reward in this lifetime but then if it's like a soul lifetime that means it's over many lifetimes well because i you know i was telling my therapist about this and she's like as you do (laughs)
0: See, my therapist, like she when I start talking about like twin flame stuff or numerology, she's like, Yes, I agree. Like I'm just like do i need a new therapist i have no idea
1: my therapist like i get nervous to talk about like past life shit and stuff like that with her and then she's like so receptive and and she also thinks my like darkest jokes are hilarious no it's amazing yeah i I still have my new york therapist i like look at my computer because i'm like there she is that's where she comes from (laughs) well i mean the most
0: important trait of a therapist is is non-judgment yes yeah, validation yeah I, I remember i i fired a therapist once after two sessions
1: yeah i fired one after one she was mean her name was mary mary yeah was she in new york mm-hmm. is this
0: the same woman
1: i, I fired <laughs> she was horrible I, I actually wrote a letter to the practice like yeah. about how bad she was because i was Like, she's dangerous and she needs to be stopped.
0: Oh, but also, though, like, you, like, people who are drawn towards becoming, you know, therapists or psychologists, they're, you know, a little wacky.
1: Yeah, they told me that in rehab. They're like, it takes a real sick fuck to be a rehab therapist. You'd be great at it.
0: Oh, my i mean well honestly i have thought about you know becoming a therapist but specifically for like specializing in um narcissist abuse recovery Mm -hmm. which i think would do really well in los angeles right start
1: writing about that on quora i like read a few things that now it's my daily
0: claims on quora every day (laughs) it sends me, me things about letter. narcissists because i like oh me too i have that those
1: also saw this person briefly over the summer spring in and out of my life and he just keeps texting me from like new burner numbers he just t- like every two he months burner numbers yeah every two months he'll be like hey oh, no. it's david i just want to say i'm really sorry for how i hurt you i just picked up 30 days like maybe you'll let me make a formal amends fuck off oh so he fooled uh, me like 50 times you're not fooling me again fake peter 50 times damn not 50 like three
0: <laughs> right yeah um yeah no i had a, a runs off after sex relationship with a uh narcissist
1: i know we talked about it on your episode of my podcast instead oh, of anthony bourdain's of kitchen contest? confidential yeah. no i put it up oh no it was no, called suicide remember dreams when we were,
0: remember when we were recording but it wasn't recording
1: yeah
0: <laughs> like i think i told i was talking about that more okay on, on non-recorded one yeah
1: i think we did like 20 minutes yeah at least
0: yeah i mean you know i'm we don't really need to get into it here but oh like, it's, it's your like, podcast i well nah it doesn't matter i mean i hate him like i think he's so i think he's closeted i tell you that but yeah I, but i think because i caught him uh texting a guy named roberto on tinder
1: that's right that's right well i mean it's a spectrum but he could be closeted about that part of himself
0: no i know well i i i felt that i did ask him if he was bisexual uh-huh you know um because i was concerned because we were having you know unprotected sex <laughs> like so i kind of i should know that but he wouldn't you know admit anything well there's so
1: much like weird shit for a man with that why are you licking the c-
0: yeah plus he's latino so i think you know yeah he's this, expected like in the to culture. be like you know a manly man type thing mm-hmm. and i don't know whatever He i wish him nothing but horrible things um <laughs>
1: <laughs> you this should try like, meta meditation with him and like wish him good things why because that shit boomerangs back to you what's a meta meditation it's a loving kindness meditation in wait Buddhism. You think,
0: so you think like for example it'll help
1: ease it'll be good for you it'll help ease your anger at him well there and your a, resentment. there's
0: a few guys i've dated where like you know i may have been mad at them at the time or uh-huh. they did something i didn't like but i do wish them like well uh-huh. and i hope you know things like go well for them or turn around for them mm-hmm. and i guess that's that's healthy right yeah i think that but then there's still other guys
1: where i'm like i wish he was dead <laughs> Like, <laughs> like yeah no i get that i should probably do a meta meditation on somebody myself wait so how do you do that exactly you like imagine your higher self in a place that you like super love so i like the washington square dog park and oh yeah i like to imagine myself in like flowy white dress because i'm corny and then you like first you meet yourself and you like wish yourself like may you be loved may you be have peace and you give yourself a like may you be free and you give yourself a hug and then you like think of somebody that you purely love like i use my dog and then you think of somebody more complicated and you build it all the way up to somebody that you're like super resentful Mm -hmm. at oh so you just keep thinking of different people of more complicated relationships that you have and a different person meets you in that place is there a book on this
0: Medi- Medi- meta meditation yeah
1: you can google it okay you can learn about it on tara brock okay oh yeah um yeah
0: no because i do think about that stuff i do think like oh i'm thinking something negative about like there's one ex-boyfriend who like i honestly i have only had negative thoughts about him for the last two years
1: dude i get it like i'm not any better than you in this situation these are just things that like when i remember to do them they mm-hmm. ha- do help
0: okay well that that makes sense
1: because i've had like so many resentments that i've just been like and they just like eat me up or they ate me up and it just like so useless
0: yeah well yes that that makes sense because i my parents were very like resentful people <laughs> like they held grudges forever and i i I just don't want to be like that you know but i don't know yeah um do you wait do you have any like specific like past life stuff that
1: you've yeah i have always had this memory that like i was in new york and i was like in the 28th street station subway And I tripped and I like almost fell in front of an oncoming train and somebody grabbed me by the coat and like pulled me back. And when I looked around, nobody was there. And I feel like I kept that specific memory or was allowed to keep it so that I would know that even though life was going to be like shitty, that there was like unseen forces that had my back, like quite literally. And when I – and I always was like comfortable in New York. I always knew how to like find my way around there. Oh. And when I – I lived off 28th Street – uh, for a hot minute before those guys kindly asked me to leave um and when i went down into the subway i was like yeah this is what it looks like mm-hmm. like it just felt like yeah i've like new york has always felt like so familiar to me like i've been here before and right. then i had like a vision at one point of i've always been afraid of sharks in swimming pools which is insane like i understand um, intellectually there's no shark in a swimming pool right But I'll just get, like, overcome by fear and I'll have to get out of the pool. Mm -hmm. And I had this, like, weird memory of, like, being, like, fed as, like, a witch, like, to sharks in some sort of, like, tiki, like, weird... Like a torture tank? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I found out when I was in Rome... And the past life regression lady that I just started seeing said that the places that you're drawn to visit are places you've lived before. When I was in Rome, my friend that's Italian came down from where he lives. I met him in New York and he moved back to Italy to like hang out for the day. And he told me that they've recently discovered evidence that like watermarks in the Colosseum. So they used to fill it with water for like their torture games too. Mm. So like it is possible that they like put some sort of shark like creature in the fucking coliseum and right. like let it eat people for so people can um, watch
0: i was in rome this summer
1: yeah i was in rome and, last month oh you didn't like rome rome was like my I, favorite place that i went. i
0: hated it it was like my favorite place you, wait, what you just said about like, i hated sorrento being
1: drawn to I hated places Athens. that you've
0: you've lived in before uh-huh that's kind of interesting because Do you think I, you had a
1: shitty life in rome maybe well i mean
0: i i am half Italian uh-huh. on my dad's side and like Sicilian Italian. And I just felt so uncomfortable there. I thought it was like the most uncomfortable place I've ever
1: been. It was definitely like the highlight of my trip.
0: But what I'm asking is, is it possible I could have been uncomfortable there because of a bad experience in a past A hundred
1: life? million percent. Okay.
0: That's fascinating to me. Right?
1: You were just, that I felt just like, fascinating. I felt like, that in like different places I was in, I was like, oh, I feel like I had a life here and it wasn't great. And like.
0: Cause, well, you know what city i just felt immediately comfortable in was paris i was just like well, this paris is, my- is rad i know but like, a lot of people don't like it actually really? I've, yeah, I've talked to people who are like i don't like it yeah i've been like three just, like-
1: times i just feel like i need to go to other places first but i really want to go back
0: or like a lot of people don't like it because it's just like such a busy city there's so thing. much to
1: see and do there
0: no i know i love that i but- hate when there's
1: like not a lot to do i'm just like what um i travel alone usually i'm just like what the fuck i don't drink right i need shit to see and do.
0: Yeah, but I I just like thought it was like the most amazing city I've ever been to.
1: Paris is like, fucking ever.
0: baller. So I don't know. I need to do some past life stuff. I need to figure this out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so interested in this now. You should read this lady's book. It's fucking wild. Her husband like died and then the minute he died, she heard him be like free at last, free at last. I'm free. Cuz I guess like after you die you're like stoked that you're not stuck in a body anymore.
0: Well, it's a lot of work.
1: We're just like all like, you just feel a lot like lighter when you're just like soul energy than you do like in a meat sack.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: But uh, he started like talking to her all the time and like then other, she wrote this whole story about it. It was crazy. And who is this person? Stephanie Risley. Stephanie Risley. She lives like in LA. Oh. <laughs> like in Venice? Probably. <laughs> no, she lives like in this. Beautiful little neighborhood, like three and a half miles from here. Mm-hmm. It was like it's just such a pretty apartment. What's the book called? Love from both sides. Love from both sides. Like this side, and then the dead's other. Oh side. yeah.
0: Oh my god. And then I, there's
1: like Brian Weiss, who she like took his. Like she learned from him. He's like the mass. He's like the past lives dude. Like he wrote uh many lives, many masters. Oh, I I've heard about that book. Someone was telling me about that. That's just. So, like, and then Dolores Cannon, she—I read a whole book of hers where she hypnotized people to in-between lives because she did all this past life regression shit. So she got it. Literally, reads like you're reading the same person, but it's millions of different subjects. They're all just describing the same fucking place—the in-between, which is like home. So it's like this is really the The in-between, in-between, in-between incarnated so lives like in yeah, me yeah.
0: lives. well you know what okay i haven't really talked to a lot of people about this but i think uh when i was a kid that i drowned for like a few minutes i think i was dead for a few minutes okay. when i was a kid because i was like in the pool i was like in the pool by myself my dad was there but he, he wasn't watching me uh-huh <laughs> and that I remember, you know, when you just like kind of like float on your back and in the pool. I was doing that for a, while, a bit and then I remember all of a sudden, like, I don't, I have no memory of something that happened, but my dad is like freaking out, is like pulling me out of the pool. Oh. And I remember this like clear as day, like how scared he looked. And I, I really think I was, I had been dead for like a few minutes. I mean, that's
1: entirely possible. Yeah.
0: So I don't know exactly what happened. Does your dad know
1: CPR? No.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I honestly, it, it was such a strange thing. I don't know. It was very strange, but there could be something there oh um oh there's something i wanted to talk about that you met a celebrity today oh no 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 one more thing about uh twin flames which are stupid (laughs) (laughs) so so like they say one of the things about twin flames is that you could have like a similar uh similar things in common with this person yeah like upbringing
1: and shit upbringing yeah uh traumas traumas yeah
0: uh interests hobbies okay uh things like that and this person who i think is this person to me yeah we have a lot of similarities in common Uh and i and i told them this once and he was just like "Mm, he doesn't believe me okay because one person is supposed to be like kind of like spiritually in tune Uh uh-huh and kind of like you know more in the process of ascending mm-hmm. and then the other person is more like turned off to like spiritual things that's interesting and that's what they're like isn't that fascinating it's like
1: so so interesting. did you like told him like yo you're my twin no friend. so that's is he insane. dating somebody else right now no i don't think so does he live in la yeah why aren't you outside his fucking window with a boombox <laughs> and in your eyes right now no
0: because because it's like
1: do you feel like it's not the right time
0: well i feel like some people just need you know they need healing and and time alone
1: that's very true
0: you know and i feel like he needs that so he can have that you know it, it's like so weird because i'm kind of like well he's not going anywhere but-
1: Oh, that's you know, cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you have things you need to learn apart for a while. Yeah, well that's what that's
0: the realistic part of twin flame stuff. Uh-huh. But like some of the psychos I read on the the subreddit, they're like, um, yeah, my twin flame blocked me on all uh, forms of communication, and social media, and they're not talking to me at all and I'm like, I don't know, because like it is kind of normal for like a twin flame to like ghost. Or, like, kind of, like, disappear after, like, an intense experience. Like, there could be, like, for example, like, some type of, like, emotional intensity or physical intensity. Mm-hmm. And um, the person who's, like, kind of overwhelmed by it will, like, you know, disappear or, like, pull back a lot. and And that's, like, the whole, like, runner-chaser dynamic. And they mm. say that, like... The runner is usually the person... That's the person who, like, goes away. Is female? I mean, no, that's male? Usually, that's the male. So it's, like, the divine... You heard, you've heard all this stuff, right? It just the makes sense. The divine masculine and the divine feminine. Okay. So, like, the feminine... The divine feminine is usually the person more spiritually advanced. Okay. And then the divine masculine is someone who's in denial of these sorts of things.
1: But more, like, grounded in this reality and more, the like, logical. able to probably manifest... Like, success in this 3D reality. Possibly. Like, more of a builder.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But, um, yeah. But they, they kind of like talk about how, like, runners are actually, like, in, they're experiencing more pain than chasers. Interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know. It could be bullshit. <laughs> Who knows? It so is. Like,
1: I don't know. It's just, like, how borderline personalities rebranded themselves as empaths a few years ago and nobody said anything.
0: Okay, why is everyone saying I'm an empath all of a sudden?
1: Because people just want an excuse to, like, have a low distress tolerance.
0: Is Okay, wait, what a low distress tolerance?
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, I can't be here. I'm an empath. Like, oh. Oh, I'm, I'm, like, hypersensitive. It's like, basically, it's, like, comes from childhood trauma when all your filters are blown because your caretakers suck. And, like... Most of our parents, like in our generation and beyond, like just our generation specifically, I feel like it was like a lot of moms working for the first generation, kind of, and just not able to like. And they were still, they were still stuck doing all the shit they had been doing in the previous generation, plus working, and there was just like yeah. a lot of, yeah, a lot of people having kids because they still felt like they had to, right? And like a lot of us just our parents meant well or whatever, but they. We're all fucked up from their parents and yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. and so oh there's like generational trauma is huge yeah and well that's
0: oh my god so this kind of ties into like past life stuff Uh like i really believe that part of my life's purpose here yeah right now is to undo generational trauma yeah me too you know and i feel like i'm i'm really doing the work because i'm one of the only people in my family who you know goes to therapy Uh you know meditates like partakes in a lot of this like spiritual stuff that a lot of people won't or they refuse or yeah they don't want to look at themselves yeah Yeah, exactly and i feel like i've been looking at myself my whole life and it's very interesting because both of my parents are the total opposite total in denial of everything you know and i feel like in some way that my my soul is older than my parents. Yeah, I get
1: that. You know? Yeah, I feel like that like, too. Like, I feel
0: like I've parented
1: them in some way. Yeah, totally. You know? My mom has, cause I'm an Aquarius. You could have been like her mom in a past life. Stop it! He's like fucking flipping out. He's like eating the wall. He never does that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm an Aquarius and you know, like Aquarius is kind of associated with like, you know, like alien type. Mm-hmm things like feeling out of place and stuff and i sometimes literally feel like i am not from this planet like i am not of this world yeah that's really
1: common yeah and my mom
0: because there's said, so many other
1: like it's a multiverse right so like you could have mm-hmm. you could have spent more lifetimes on another in another universe and another planet right then as a human right so you could feel like it's just kind of like that homesick for a place you've never been feeling mm-hmm yeah and, and we all have like an alien like like uh heritage my psychic could do it for you she could give you your her alien heritage really yeah oh you is want she, her number she affordable she's, it's okay if she's not i'm doing well i just want like everyone to know an i'm hour? doing well <laughs> She's like 150 an hour, but oh, you That's can, not that bad. You can do a half hour or two. Okay. Well, yeah, cuz I
0: like if I'm seeing someone for the first time, I'm I want to like kind of like test it out.
1: Mhm. Yeah, know? totally. Um She's in Sedona. I do FaceTime with her too. Oh, she's in Sedona. I've been I seeing her for 3 Sedona. years. She's helped change my life so fucking much. Really? Like down to like even little things where she's helped me win roast battles and then she's been like, "I feel bad cuz I think this is like bad." She's like, oh <laughs> she's like i feel like rose oh battles are God. evil that's and, so funny and i was like no you have to see it as cathartic because it's like it's all consensual that's true yeah oh yeah but um but she like gave me like an idea and then it ended up being my best joke and this girl i was in new york literally quit after i said this joke because it got her so bad she
0: quit comedy
1: she quit the battle oh, on God. the stage like, <laughs> did she, did quit she, like mid- she quit mid she quit the battle she quit mid battle who was this You wouldn't know her. What does it rhyme with? (laughs) Smallick Smanglebert. Oh, I know who that is. Do you? Yeah. But then she got wasted after and, like, told everybody that she lost on purpose to, like, help me or something. Oh. Oh. Well... It happens. You you lose. I've had some some rough
0: losses. You
1: know. I've lost to like people I really didn't expect to lose to, oh, and same. that's like where same. it's like I took you think it's an easy win, and then the crowd just likes them better, and you're like, yeah. fuck, 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 fuck.
0: Yeah, there was one. In I particular made a ball where joke. Where someone I was wearing their hat. It still doesn't make sense how they could have liked this other person better. Than I me. get that, but you know it is what it is. Um. Oh, yeah. I I didn't even talk about what I had wanted to talk <laughs> that The fact that I met Joaquin Phoenix tonight, I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. You know, I thought that was, like, really fun, though. Just meeting him randomly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not a big, like, uh, I don't get really starstruck, but that, w- that was, like, pretty. There's a big one
1: you know well yeah he like just had a huge movie come out that's so true. It's like timing wise he's like pretty hot right now so it's like you know yeah
0: he actually talked about that
1: about what we had
0: a conversation because he where got, did you run into him uh a podcast studio because i was doing someone else's podcast and um he was i guess his sisters have a podcast together okay and he was the guest tonight. okay and uh and then when they were done he came out and like introduced himself i was like oh that's great (laughs) he was really nice and um
1: is he uh, your twin flame
0: (laughs) no definitely not no but he like he i was like surprised he he is attractive in person i was like oh okay this he's good looking (laughs) he's got like that energy yeah um and he you know because i did you see joker by the way Mm -mm. because he like is so thin and like he lost so much weight for that movie but he like he looks fine now like he looks normal again but (laughs) oh yeah so um i was like because you know he obviously knows that he's like really fucking famous and i was just like oh my god like i like i think he saw how shocked i was to see him and he was like he was like i know it's like kind of weird to see a movie star who is just in like a really big movie (laughs) And I was That's like, cool. "I was like, yeah, it was uh, pretty recent, <laughs> yeah." So that was really cool. But i I, I don't really get starstruck a lot, but that was a good one. And um, who else have I gotten? Kind of, well, I didn't even talk to him, but I saw Quentin Tarantino. At the I wouldn't even store. know what he looked like, really. Mm-mm. Oh, what? The, well, do you have one that was kind of a big deal for you?
1: Well, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like if I like can't think of it, like I was super excited to have Doug Stanhope on my podcast. Uh-huh. Like he was such a big deal to me. I was when I was like brand new and I saw I ran into Amy Schumer. I was stoked. Mm-hmm. I was stoked to meet Natasha Legero. Yeah, she held Nico, and I took a picture of her and Nico.
0: I I haven't met her. I I love her though.
1: She's pretty fucking cool.
0: Yeah. No, there's there's still like a lot of like comics I haven't met yet who like I probably will meet them, mm-hmm. but like there's some where I'm like oh like that person is like so fucking
1: amazing. To me. I get like excited when people have done things that, like that I want to do, or they have comedy I super respect, or like. Like, when I met Amber Tozer, she wrote, like, a really, really funny sobriety memoir. Like, oh, I was like, uh, oh, my God. Super stick figure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, like, when I'm... I think Eddie was, like, the most exciting person I've ever met. I was, oh, yeah. Because I just love him so much. Like, it's, I, I guess it's too. not for me about how famous somebody is, but it's about how much I respect their art.
0: Oh, yeah, what an impact they made on you. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, there's one comic who like it, I, I have seen him in person but I've never like talked to him but I'm sure we will like talk at some point I
1: just respect like writers so much more than actors but oh, like yeah. you know who I really am I like seriously researched it and I have like the weirdest crush on him did you watch Succession oh yeah I'm obsessed with fucking Kendall oh my god I, Jeremy Strong I am in love with I him know. and then even after he shit the bed <laughs> I was like not a deal breaker. No, but
0: honestly, he reminds me of lots of my ex boyfriends. Yeah,
1: and I just like he's so weirdly attractive. Yeah, he is. And like, I rewatched all of Succession just to like stare at Kendall. And then I,
0: and he's so good in that role. He's just so
1: good. But then yeah. when I read article interviews with him, I'm like, ugh, he's a fucking actor. He like quotes stupid fucking pretentious <laughs> shit He does. and but i like learned way too like i'm upset because he lives in williamsburg i was hoping i could try to run into him i but succession's shot in new york and he has a wife right who's a psychiatrist like i know too um, much
0: i think he also was did he go to yale drama school Ugh. yes that's okay yeah that's pretty i feel like as a
1: i feel like it would ruin kendall for me if i met Jeremy strong plus he like normally like has salt and pepper hair which I feel like he just looks way hotter with his Kendall hair. Do they dye it for? They must. They have to. Brown. I've done so much Googling of him. Yeah. No, I, I,
0: Kendall. Yeah. I, cause I've only dated like, I, most of the guys I've dated are like sons of oligarchs. Like, you know, like, like they, like their dad is usually like rich and successful like i did uh the son of like a hall of fame baseball player
1: oh that's awesome (laughs) do they have like weird problems
0: the guys yeah like all like like kendall
1: problems they
0: are they're all like they all have addiction issues (laughs) and they're like but see that's the thing is like because obviously kendall is in the shadow of his father right Mm -hmm. so it's like watching that on succession it kind of like
1: was a revelation for me. I was like, yeah. oh, I totally
0: understand some of my relationships now.
1: I'm like so I'm like more obsessed with succession and like, like it almost makes me want to start writing about TV. Mm. But I mean it's already all been written about.
0: Yeah, now succession is uh that's a good
1: show, you know. So good it's so funny
0: it is no the writing on it is so and so also good. um wait which colkin brother is that kieran. kieran oh my god he's so good
1: so funny he's so good um but no, i still am like yeah i don't know i think jeremy strong would probably disappoint me in person sometimes you just like don't really want to meet your idols even though like i wouldn't mind if he like broke it and fucked me while i was sleeping
0: no but i could totally see him like being like really dating me uh, what
1: dating me no, <laughs> no
0: i could see him being kind of like weird yeah i'm sure he's a freak in person he like
1: had them dump why do i know this buckets of ice water on him for like the scene where he like goes into the river i'm like oh you're Wait, such the a- one
0: where the guy dies
1: yeah because he wanted to be like <laughs> as authentic as possible i'm like
0: is he like method
1: i guess so Puck, yeah because he keeps like when he at the end of the episode when they do those like inside the episode like i know he'll was, say i instead of kendall a lot because he's like so inhabiting kendall yeah well there i were i just wish he, i resent those. him because he's not kendall really oh
0: uh, yeah well the episode where he has to like fire the, the entire staff of that um yeah that media company yeah those like it was kind of like vice or something yeah right? yeah and and like the one guy spits in his face uh-huh. and like the director is like yeah as usual you know uh, uh jeremy really wanted to go for it and he really wanted that guy to spit in his face and i was just <laughs> like okay i mean because like honestly you know i've acted before and if i had a scene where somebody had to spit in my face i'm like can you cgi
1: the saliva going on
0: to my face because i don't want someone to. Spit in somebody
1: this. spit in my face once in like seventh grade and i'm can still remember it. It's like one of the most uniquely humiliating experiences of life. It's
0: it's assault.
1: I get super upset. Yeah. If mean, anybody ever spit on your pussy, I feel like that's like the most disrespectful shit. No, no one's ever done that. It happened to me once, and they told never do that again. And then they did it a second time. And you know what? They're not in my life no more.
0: Yeah. I don't. I don't understand that either. I think
1: they like fucking sod on porn, and they think it's hot. It's so gross.
0: That is disgusting. It is gross. Where are we at? We're almost done. Let me just read your. Uh, I haven't done this in a while. Your birth card. Do you know what your birth card is?
1: Um, according to Robert Camp, it's a seven of diamonds. But That's I don't right. know what it is. It's a seven of diamonds. Yeah, it's a seven of diamonds. Spiritual values.
0: Well, let me read what this one says. Okay. <laughs> uh, by suit, the seven of diamonds is always connected with finances. As a spiritual number, they must maintain a non-attached attitude about money or they will have continuous problems in this area. Once they put money in its proper place, however, they often attain or inherit great wealth. Regardless, many of their life lessons will come through this avenue. The other avenue is their close relationships. Family, lovers, and friends are all very important to the Seven of Diamonds person. They have close ties, for better or worse, with their family and share in their trials. They're usually restless, making frequent changes in either occupation or location. Their love life usually entails sacrifice and disappointment until they learn to let others go and be as they are. In their spiritual studies, they find inner
1: satisfaction and validation validation. for their own intuition. It's the same one.
0: Uh, (laughs) For their own (laughs) intuition. Once on the path, everything in their life is put into proper perspective and they can excel in any chosen field the spiritual stuff makes sense spiritual studies
1: yeah that's the same thing that uh
0: 7 i i, I like 7 as a number a lot it's a good number yeah well in, in numerology it's huge you know mm.
1: 717
0: that's a angel number
1: what do you think i'm talking to the dog he, like, super needs to go outside. <laughs> I took him outside right before you he got here, but he didn't poop, so he probably oh. has a big dunk he wants okay. to lay. Well,
0: we'll let you out in just a second. Okay, so um, anything you need to plug or...
1: Oh, yeah. Like- um, I have... Do you have listeners in LA area? Yeah. I have a new vulnerability-themed comedy show the first Tuesday of every month at El Cid on Sunset at 8 p.m., and you can buy uh, $5 tickets in advance... By Venmoing RR639, or you can buy them on Eventbrite by searching Vulnerability Show, or you can pay seven at the door. And I also have a podcast available everywhere you find podcasts called Comics Book Club. And uh, you can check up uh, my upcoming dates at com and on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at RebeccaRush639.
0: Great, thank you. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Oh, and then. Um yeah, it, if you're a new listener, follow me on uh, Instagram or Twitter at Fixed Heather. Same handle, never going to fix it. It's an astrological reference. Okay, uh <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Okay, bye.
1: Are you angel in the sky? 'Cause Are you in the sky? 'Cause I'm a Are you in the